Thank you, Bella. Appreciate it. As always, hope you had a great weekend as well. Welcome back to another edition of the Soccer Specialist Podcast. And today, we are going to talk about losing. Losing a lot. Those wonderful seasons that almost every young player goes through, parents as well. And they can be very, very difficult on a team, on your confidence, and so forth. And first, I just want to talk a little bit about winning versus losing and and what we mean because I'm sure you hear a lot about oh it's about development it's not about winning and this is completely true although I think there's a little context in that in in the fact that losing is not easy it's not fun when you go through it a lot and you're always getting whipped that can really really weigh on you mentally and it can cause burnout it can cause you not want to, to play the sport anymore not want to um to work on your game and not develop. So so winning is important in that respect as well. I mean, first of all, we all like to win more than we like to lose, right? And I, I think what needs to be separated is it's not that winning is not important. It's that how you win at younger ages is pretty important because you want to play in a way that is helping your development for later on in, um, in your career in terms of soccer. And what I mean is if you're, you know, eight, nine years old, you don't want to win because you're purposely playing down against competition that you should beat by six, seven, or eight goals. Uh, You don't want to win by packing everybody into right in front of your goal and having the fastest player on the field uh, stand at midfield and everyone else is told just when you get it, just kick it as far as you can and and hopefully that player eventually outraces everyone and scores some goals. So you want to play the right way for development so you want to be playing that you want to, you're definitely trying to win. Let me put it that way. Okay. It's not necessarily about, so a lot of other factors into play, but what I want to get into a little bit is the the mental aspect and how that can weigh on players when you have those types of seasons. So uh, real quick, I'm going to do a little bit of reminiscing into some areas with my team, uh, just from the experience we've had and how that can uh, help you and relate to what you might be going through or will go through at some point. Uh, we started out a long time ago now, we started out as a, actually a rec team. I had gotten roped into coaching because they didn't have a coach. And that season went went well. It was a, a spring season. And then they got some, some parents that wanted me to keep some of those players and coach them as a travel team the next fall. They were going to go out. So I had nothing to do with getting the roster. This was a roster that was created over a summer, long after tryouts. So this was a bunch of players I never even saw or met until our very first practice other than four from my from my rec team um, so these were kids that had either ne- did not play travel the year before tried out for teams and didn't make it maybe and uh, I think I had one player who had played travel the year before we would be going into u9 uh, back then u8 was the first travel season here so I think I had one kid who had played u8 somewhere else and got cut and didn't have a team so we had no idea what to expect obviously had no idea where we should be placed as a team or anything like that so you know our very first season started out kind of (laughs) kind of rough our first game we were playing what uh, a a pretty good team that had been together at at u8 already um and to the point of our unpreparedness you know we we didn't even play a game i think we got in one scrimmage before our our first game and we weren't even able to do that on a a real field or anything so it it was rough Uh, most of the players had never been on a field with refs at this point and we're playing a team that had been together for for a year Uh, we lost 5-1 I think it was 5-0 
Um, if they could shoot straight and we didn't, we didn't have a girl who was standing on her head in goal, or I guess they say that in hockey, but you know what I mean. I mean, it could have been 15, but, uh, and then halftime of the second game, it was, we were down three, nothing at halftime. Um, so, you know, a game and a half and we've been outscored eight, eight to one. Uh, but we played much better the second half of that game. What I will say about that team too, is these girls, they played hard. The score was irrelevant. Um, which is such a huge thing, and they play hard. We ended up losing 3-2, came back and scored a couple second-half goals. We even missed a, p a penalty kick, okay? Now, interestingly enough, that was it. We never lost a game again that season. We had a tie, but we didn't lose, um, even though after a game and a half we had been outscored 8-1. to I think the rest of the way it was 14-4 in our favor. Uh, that, that first team that we played, they came up to our place. You know, we played – we were in a – Six-team conference. We played each team twice home in a row. They came back up to our place uh, the second time, and we beat them 2-0. And that was their first loss of the season. Um, I hear they went went on to lose the next game, too. I guess. But And let me tell you, their coach, they, they were shocked. You could tell by the behavior of the parents and coaches and so forth. Okay. But it was, you know, it was, it was a rough start to that season. It could have snowballed into some bad things. Other than that first game, though, every game was competitive, win, win or lose. Um, and then that spring was a little different. We, we struggled with, uh, finishing basically. I think we went, we went two, four and four, but our games were very competitive. We, you know, got better as the season went along. There weren't any blowouts. There might've been one three goal game. I think every game we played was one or two goals either way. Um, and we just kept getting better. We played two tournaments at the end of the end of the season, Memorial day. And then the, the next weekend, um, we played seven games. The first tournament was a four-game tournament. The next game, one was a three-game tournament. Four of those seven games, we played teams above us. Two of those teams were at least three flights or divisions, however you want to call it, above us. They they went seven and zero. Outscored the other the opponents thirty-two to seven. It was just everything clicked. You know, you had a whole season of kind of flat line, and it was okay, and we were competitive, but just everything finally clicked and that's kind of how development can happen at times it can happen in big uh big jumps it's not a straight line which i'll i'll get into a little bit um down below it's just amazing to watch that and you think man are we getting better are we doing the right things it's getting tough on them and then things just say they just sort of click and it's, it's so much fun to watch when you finally see that click one last one last example okay i want to go through our first truly tough season was fall u11 right we had spent you know u9 all of u9 all u10 for the most part we were where we should be our games were really competitive i mean i think we went through so u9 u10 two seasons each obviously fall and spring so was that four full seasons plus tournaments you know i don't know 50 60 games or what have you and we never had a uh goal limiting game which i think was six goals for us you know we never had that we usually had a usually had a winning record or we're close to it you know that be one of those teams that goes five three and two or you know four three and three or whatever so we we're at a good level in terms of our development and the girls were progressing and so forth and then after spring of u10 we lost a, a few really good players to our a team and then uh we also got bumped up two flights in our uh comp in our league which was kind of interesting uh, we had no idea what to expect there because we were not as good as we had been. But we'd always been pretty good defensively. You know, it always kept us in games. As a team, we just def we defended well. Uh, you know, we usually might score 13, 14, 15 goals in a 
nine, 10 game season, but we'd only give up nine or 10. Um, well, the fall of U11, our first five games, we so we had played everyone in our in our conference once. We were outscored 20 to four. We had never come close to giving up 20, 20 goals an entire season. Okay, we usually give up half as that and twice as many games, right? So this was a complete shell shock for these players. On top of that, in the middle of that season, I think we were 0-4 at the at the time. Um, we had our own tournament, our club's tournament every fall, Columbus Day. We actually got bumped up in competition because other teams coming in our tournament wanted to play down and win, and our club let them do that and threw us to the wolves, which was kind of frustrating. Again, I don't like to play down to, to win, but to play in a, our own tournament where we had a chance to win some games when we were going through the season we were going through. That would have been nice. But so we lost all three of those tournament games as well. Uh, we ended up one and nine for the season. Our only win came in game eight against the first place team who had only lost one other game. We beat them down at, at uh, their place two to one. And let me tell you, you should have seen that. You should have seen the players. They went nuts. That was a huge, huge thing for them. But, also to my point on the on the season is the first five games as i mentioned we have 20 goals the next five games so we played the same team second time we only gave up nine okay which was a huge huge improvement you know and it was a tough long season it was something they had never experienced before but how they handled it they handled it really well they didn't like the losing i mean that you know there were some tough times for sure but they learned a lot about themselves they learned about a lot about their teammates and I absolutely believe they were better off in the long run for sticking it out. Um, and we've had some other tough seasons, a couple other tough seasons in, in terms of that sort of thing uh, as well. And, and some really high ups as well that were that were fantastic. But to my point is if you're getting blown out all the time or you're blowing out other teams all the time, you're definitely playing the wrong competition. That being said, it is going to happen even by, ac even by accident just because going into every year, you just never know when you move up or down or what have you. you never know if you're truly in the right in the right spot but neither extreme is good for your development technically or mentally but you're definitely gonna have games you're gonna have seasons as i mentioned uh like we did where it is going to happen but understand it's all part of the development process to get through it you that's where you really need to start focusing on the right things the things you can control you need to have coaches parents and teammates all on the same page that all do it as well. That you as a player can definitely play a role in helping your teammates create the, the correct type of environment. Okay, and, and how parents react to you and so forth, this is, is, is crucial. This is why one of the reasons it's, I don't, I don't wanna digress into this too much, but one of the reasons it's very difficult for a lot of coaches is they feel like they have to get a certain number of wins because otherwise parents are just gonna take their players to another team and it's all gonna fall apart because nobody has the patience to think long-term and how these things develop. Luckily, I was a situation where I had a lot that, that did, so it made it a little easier. So parents, please make it a little easier for your players as well. But for that to that point, you, you have to crowd out negative thoughts. It's not easy. You're going to have the negative thoughts, it's, so it's not about eliminating them. Because look, it's like the example I say, don't think about an elephant. What are you going to think about? An elephant. You're not going to think about anything but an elephant. right? I've used that example before. So you're going to have them in your head. The, the key is to replace them. Right when you have negative thoughts, start thinking about the positive things you can control. If you're stepping up to hit, to hit a PK, don't 
don't tell yourself, well, I'm not going to think about missing it. All you're going to think about is missing it. And you may still have that thought, but replace it in your head with the things you can control, right? You're going to go, you know, up, you know, you're going to take three steps or whatever. You make sure your, your plant foot's where you want it to be. Strike it solid, pick your, your side, your corner up or down and hit the ball and put that into your head, those mechanics that you can um, control. Okay, because whether, and for confidence, for helping your team as well, it'll give you a, a crazy tip. Be so positive, negative people don't even want to be around you. And it sounds silly and corny and, and whatever word the kids are using nowadays, but you'd really be amazed at what difference that can, can make, especially in the middle of a difficult season. And look, it's not easy to do. You're going to slip. You'll slip a lot. You're human, hopefully. But if you keep trying and doing it and taking action on it, it, you're going to get better at it. And it's going to make a difference both in your development, in your confidence, and in your team and in your team environment when you're having um, difficult times. Okay, now look, on that note, though, it's, all, it's also important to understand tips, strategies, um, whatever you want to call them, things that we talk about to help you become a better player, technically or, or mentally tougher or build confidence or what have you. None of it matters unless you actually make a decision to take action and then you take action on it, right? We can get together and we can create a perfect plan for you, technical work, strength training, have dates and goals and all that stuff, but you don't actually do anything. None of it's going to mean anything. And this is true with mental toughness. It's true with goal setting. You know, we talk a lot about focusing, controlling what you can control and, and things like that. But if you don't go out and actually do it, it doesn't mean anything, okay? So when it comes to tough seasons, it's the same thing. You can listen to me talk about how it helps you get better, how you learn more from losses than wins, and you need to focus on controlling what you can control and focusing on what's ahead and what you can do to become better and all that. But ultimately, you have to decide to do it and then actually do it. Does that make sense? Okay. Uh, and look, you're going to beat teams that are probably better than you. You'll lose teams that aren't. You'll miss easy shots. You'll make shots that could be on Sports Center. You play long enough, you'll experience all of it. Ups, the downs, the good, the bad. And it's all something you can learn from. When we were having that one win season I mentioned, I mean, we had a, a number of talks. Where I remember one talk we had about learning from our mistakes. I had asked if they had ever thought about their mistakes. Have they ever learned anything from a game we won? And of course, they all said no. Because when you win... You don't think about the mistakes. Even if you got lucky in the win, even if you didn't play well, all you know is coming off the pitch is that you won. You don't think about all the mistakes you made that could have easily turned that win into a loss. Like, so just as a reminder, development is not a straight line. You've probably heard me talk about this a little bit before, before from A to Z. It's messy uh, to begin with. And then you add kids to the mix, right, kids? And everything else that entails, and it's nuts. There are obstacles and setbacks and adversity the socialization, teammate issues, all that stuff. Look, professionals have bad games. Professionals have entire seasons that are bad. Look at any Hall of Famer in major sports. Look at their career stats. You're going to see some seasons. They just had really bad seasons. We look at baseball. You'll have guys that are 300 career hitters, and they had a season where they hit 245 or something. Okay? So understand it's not a straight line from beginning to end. There are going to be setbacks. Sometimes it's, it's not even two steps forward and one back, but – one forward and three back, right? There are plateaus and there are also breakthroughs. There are really, really bad games and really, really good ones. Sometimes there seems like there's no progress at all for a long time, even for a season. And then all of a sudden there's a big jump forward. Kind of like I mentioned when it all clicked for us at the end of an okay season, we had a losing record. And then all of a sudden in that tournament, it was just like everything that we were just off by. 
everything was click 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 it was great it was fantastic to watch it was a huge jump forward so, so we had been prepping for that we're putting in the work putting in the work and then it happened so hard work and i've seen it a lot hard work hard work hard work but seemingly development nothing's happening and then bam bam big leap forward because it all clicked so stop judging players yourself teams with a short-term perspective of game to game even from the beginning of the season to an end because there's a lot going on underneath right like the proverbial calm duck on the water duck looks all calm but underneath those those uh feet or fins or whatever you're going to call them um they are paddling like crazy right so that team you leave that seems really, really bad if, you know, you're one of the parents and players that do that and they can't possibly be developing. So you got to get away from it, right? It's a terrible coach. They might be ranked top 10 in three years. They might be state cup champs, right? That bad player you want off your team because they're the reason you lose. They might be better than you when it's all said and done if you're not putting in the work. And they are, right? Development is a career-long journey. It's not a game-to-game -game process. It's not even a beginning of the season to end of the season. So, look, take a breath. Control what you can control. Put in the work. It will be okay. Trust the process. I think that's the saying, right? Remember, there are never any guarantees. There are only opportunities for you to increase the chance of your success. Thank you once again for listening. Hope you got a little something out of this and, and didn't flip out listening to me reminisce just a little bit. But hey, I reminisced on bad stuff, right? So it wasn't exactly fun for me either. I do appreciate you listening. As always, uh, I did do the second part of the speed um training thing from last week but I, I and i've already recorded it so i'm going to release that next week i thought i'd give you a break from all that that type of uh stuff do something a little different once again i do appreciate you all listening and i will talk to you later mm -hmm.